it's Keith Keller, it's spring in Australia. And so I was inspired to start a new podcast called Spring into Social Media and SEO. This stuff is moving so fast that I am searching the planet for world experts on this stuff. We're going to decode what's happening. We're going to help you cope with this massive amount of information that we're bombarded with all the time. If you want to keep up with that idea, I'm, I'm following everything on the hashtag spring into social media. Uh, I'm, I'm working with some friends of mine who are creating a lovely product around this idea at springintosocialmedia.com and we'll talk a bit more about that as the series progresses. But what we're doing here is we're decoding the world of SEO as it relates to the world of social media and growth hacking and inbound marketing and user experience and all these buzzwords we keep hearing. You know, sometimes it's good to come back to those really solid foundations and take notice maybe of the buzzwords, but also understand the fundamental principles that work again and again. So we're talking with my very, very good friend, Malcolm Maxwell in Israel, an American living in Israel, talking to an Aussie from Melbourne, Australia. I bet you haven't heard that combination before. Yeah, right. So welcome to the call, Malcolm, and tell me a little bit about what you're doing there. All right, thank you. Uh, well, living in Israel, trying to make it through the heat. <laughs> well, it's the end of it for us. It's the summer going into the fall. But aside from that, and loving it, actually, because it's really exciting. It's a big change from the, from the U.S. Uh, in New York, in Israel, just trying to work with startups and provide SEO and get more people interested in the idea of SEO, the idea of increasing the traffic, making them more knowledgeable that traffic does equal more customers, which ultimately adds to the revenue stream. Yeah, so. I think that's the biggest question that people ask. Well, what is this thing called SEO? And let's have a decoder on that. I mean, what is SEO and why is it important for businesses? I mean, it's imperative for businesses. And why, why do you think people don't get it? Tell me a little bit about what it is and some simple suggestions for how people can improve. Right. Well, basically, search, uh, search engine optimization is a misnomer. It's really search content optimization. And the reason why I say that is because it's our content that's being searched for on the Internet. It's not the, the, uh, the search engines themselves. However, the search engines do contribute. What are the search engines? The search engines are every time you put in a search regarding a product or a service, that would be your search engine. The results that come up on the pages, that would be the content. And so the key with SEO is to make sure that your content gets out in front of the people who are looking for it. Yeah. I think, let me just decode what you just said there. That's very, very important. So for someone who's a startup, trying to get their head around what SEO means and whether it's worth paying for or learning to right. do it, because you know, you've really got two choices. You can learn to do it yourself or you can pay someone else to do it. So an, a, a startup will think, well, okay, I've got a product and the phone's not ringing. And if I could get more people to come to my website, the phone would ring more. People would come into the shop more because they're finding out about me more. So a search engine optimization is simply putting your information in front of the people that are looking for it. Right. 
Yeah. Correct. You're putting your, but your target, specifically your people, correct. The funny thing is with most uh, websites that are built, they will go into the searches. Any any website, any domain name that's registered, Agni just automatically just goes into that collective mumble jumble, you know, or the digital jungle, as I call it, because that's just the way things work. The key, though, is to know that you have to stand outside of your store to say to people, hey, I'm a new store. Please come in and see what I have to offer. And because a lot of us are doing this globally through the Internet, that's where your search engines, your keywords, your content, your social media become so important. You just said something really interesting there. I've never thought of it like this. So SEO and and content marketing is a little bit like standing out in front of your bricks and mortar store saying, hey, we just opened. You know, passing out a flyer and a DL. Right. Yeah, I, I actually used the analogy once of a, a chocolate cake shop, <laughs> and, uh, which is really quite a dangerous scenario. But imagine there's a really lovely woman you know, making beautiful cakes in her oh, house. Yeah. Now, one idea could be to run up and down the street saying, I've got cake. Want a piece? Right. You want an, if you want a full cake, it's 14 bucks, and Father's Day's coming up, and why don't you get one? And uh, But here's a little piece of chocolate cake just to, you know, just to make sure you know I'm any good. Mm-hmm. A bit of a sample. And then all these people in the street are going, hey, this is really cool. This person in our street makes chocolate cake, and Father's Day's coming up, and I need a cake, and I'll, I'll just go there. Mm-hmm. Now, that's great if the person that you uh, want to sell your products to lives in your street. Right. So a, a chocolate cake shop works really, really well in the organic local market. But what happens if your product isn't a chocolate cake, but it's something that you can buy online? A blog post and a podcast and an ebook are really like that woman running up and down the street saying, hey, I've got chocolate cake. Here's a piece. If you need any more, I'm at number 57. Jump in and I'll, I'll make you Correct. one. They're 14 bucks for large and I can make you in little pieces if you want or whatever you like and I'll put a name on it and a birthday candle and I'll even deliver it and put a wig on and sing if you want. <laughs> you know, it's all part of the right. But, of course, that, that only works in the extremely hyper-local market. What you're talking about is the idea that we, we all sell things online now. Right. You know, we all offer our services via Skype. Right. Or, you know, you could download videos and DVDs and, you know, buy physical products. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying there, and I'm very, 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 very keen to make this first part of the the series a bit of a setup okay. uh, of what's going. I, I don't want to use any technical jargon yet. I don't want to tell people too much of the the really high level stuff because it's hard. I mean, it's really techo. Right. But the the essence of what you're doing with social media is you're saying, look, I've got a new shop, I've got a new business, I've got a new brand. And you probably don't know that yet. And here's a little bit about what I do. And so how does SEO help new businesses tell people about what they do? How does that that work? Well, by getting your message out, you can can actually tweak your message to appeal to a specific uh, category of people. That's the one thing with SEO that you can do. The second thing you can do with SEO is make people aware of your existence by entering things that will be interesting to people you can do that you can draw the attention to your product or service the third thing that you can do mm-hmm. is uh, 
choose the best set of descriptions. And now that's the technical, the technical uh, term keyword that people would look for. Yeah, you're for talking it. about keyword. Right. Yeah. Let me just get a little bit funky there. You, you recommended this amazing site. Jesus is amazing called ubersuggest.org. Right. Because if someone's saying, okay, Keith, I know now that I need to put in keywords, but how do I know what keywords to use? I mean, I sell chocolate cake. And to me, I would just put in chocolate cake. But the, the really interesting thing about SEO is you've got to think about what other people are looking right. for. If I didn't know my own product, what would I be looking for? And that's crucial. So that's one thing, keywords. We're going to talk about keywords a real, uh, quite a lot in the next episode, so don't worry about that. This is just a bit right, of a but, setup. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're saying with SEO is that you know, you've got a business and SEO optimizing your website so that people that are looking for you, and believe me, they are. There are people around the world at this moment in time looking for a chocolate cake shop near them. Correct. And if they don't know where you live, if they don't know where you are, they can't come. And SEO simply just tells people where you are. It will tell people where you are. It'll tell people what flavors you have, if you're kosher or non-kosher. You know, it'll tell people that uh, if they want to get the cake delivered in 24 hours, 10 minutes, you know, it'll give you all those little specifics. It'll tell you if you can do multiple orders or if this is a custom shop where it takes, you you know, some time for them to produce whatever it is that you're requesting. So all those subcategories become so crucial, and that's what helps the businesses stand out one from the other. There's a lot of bake shops. You know, there's a lot of chocolate cake shops, but the, the key is what makes mine different than yours. And, and I think the funny thing about SEO is that it's a combination, if you would, of advertising and marketing. It's more advertising than marketing, but at the same time, it takes both of those together, and it just kind of makes it a little bit easier to, to achieve. Yeah, this is actually quite fascinating, and I wanted specifically this first episode to be a bit of a decoder. I, want, I also want to share a couple of uh, really cool stats, okay. the good, the bad, and the ugly. A lot of people I know don't measure their stats. Okay. A lot of people that I've chatted to in recent weeks haven't got a clue how to set up Google Analytics and how many people are coming to their site, and I was one mm-hmm. of them until very recently. So I set up my Google Analytics, which is something my web designer did, and I can tell you for sure that in September 2015, I get 285 people a week coming to my website. They stay for about a minute and a half, and they look at one or two pages, and of those people that come, about 6% at the moment, 6 to 8% of those people download my free offer. Take part in my free chocolate cake set. Right. Yeah. Other people just coming in and walking past, looking in the window. So at the moment, 285 people come to my site. They stay for a minute and a half. They look at one or two pages, and only 6 to 8% of them download the freebie. Now, that's a very important stat to start tracking as we move into October and November and even next year so that we're going to start doing some stuff. I want to let people know as the weeks pass by, guess what? 500 people came to the website now, and now we're up to 15% of things. It's working. And and people need to know that it does work and it's worth the effort because you're going to start using some technical jargon that's going to spin people out, and so we're going to go very slowly. The common theory is create a website and create 
a Facebook page or a Twitter account, and then there you go. But the more technical elements or the smaller elements that contribute to bigger response is, I believe, the part that a lot of people get caught up on. They're not sure of of how to do it. I think a lot of people feel it's just too complicated to do it. But when you think about it, it, it's a very simple process. It's very simple to you, and I'm going to pull it apart with you. You're going to you're going to teach me, and you're going to decode my dumbass factor. You're going to take away my dumbass filter. Right. You got, and I'm going to you're going to explain things in real terms for real people. We're going to come back in part two. We're going to decode what keywords right. are, why they help. I'm going to share a little story that happened this week uh, that uh, Molka shared with me, and I I tell you, it was a miracle. But we're running out of time. We're going to play a little bit of music. We'll come back in part two with keywords and lots of other groovy stuff.